Welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 77. Here we go again for this Wednesday, September 28th, 2022. Yes, it's a Wednesday. I had some things to do yesterday, but we're back at it again today. For this episode, I have two things I want to cover. First thing I noticed this morning, I listened to a radio program commuting into work. It's on WABC 770 AM radio. Yes, I am old. I listen to talk radio on the way. And there's a show called After Midnight with Frank Morano. And it just showed me how bad the mainstream media is. And I don't even know if this guy on here knew what he was doing or what he said, but uh, I got a couple of clips and I won't get in. I won't tell you what bothered me, but maybe you could figure it out. Here's the first clip. But those posts were quickly removed by censors. So uh, I hope that we look at this and we say that's not going to be us. I hope every country looks at this and says um, this is not going to be us. Now, let's look at Iran. You know what's happening in Iran? In Iran, there's all sorts of protests going on right now. And uh, you got to hand it to these protesters. These protesters have been very uh, brave. Knowing the regime that is in power in Iran won't think twice about killing you. A deadly situation in Iran has resulted in internet blackouts for its 80 million plus citizens. And now the U.S. government and private companies are scrambling to get Iranians back online. The first part of that clip was about China, how they were censoring people when they were doing COVID lockdowns and people were starving and they were censoring uh, people. And then he went, into Iran having issues now with protests and censoring the internet. Now, the second clip is of him right before he went into this China and uh, uh, Iran thing. And especially to the United States, because we're going into the winter months now. We got monkey pox going crazy among certain communities. They're saying the flu is going to be bad this year. Right. So hopefully you could have picked up what's wrong with that situation right there between the first and last clip. If not, here it goes. I'll tell you. The guy goes talking about censorship and companies censoring and government censoring. Now, what happened during the pandemic in this country? This country, they basically deplatformed a sitting president from allowing, be able, from allowing him to be able to tweet and post online. So it's bad if China and Iran do it, but it's it's fine, I guess, if America does it. Like people, do you, people have no brains? Do you not forget what happened two years ago? D- does nobody remember? So then he goes in the second clip. He he basically starts off that this should be a warning to the United States that this doesn't happen because the winter's coming in, and then he goes to mention monkeypox, and then. He says, instead of saying monkeypox in the gay community or male gay community, he says in certain communities. And then there's a long pause, which sounds like he's drinking, a, taking a sip of water. But there's a long pause because he had to censor himself. So the guy's censoring himself, 
talking about how censors, censoring is bad in these other countries and still censoring himself. Just say it. Gay gay people spreading monkeypox amongst each other. That's it. And this is supposed to be a more of a conservative radio station. So, you know, people are program like the mainstream media as as so right right or conservative as they are, they're still not there. They're lying to you. They don't care about not censoring. And this clip too, how he said the United States and Elon Musk and Starlink, they're trying to get internet access to the Iranian people. But we'll censor our sitting president and, you know, anybody who talks bad about Joe Biden or the vaccine. All the reports are coming out also now about the side effects of the vaccine where it's no good and and things are coming out and studies and papers are coming out and nothing from the mainstream media because they're big pharma is their donors. It's their big advertisers. So they're not going to come out and say it. So everything is pretty much, you have to do your own real research because they're lying to you and your government's lying to you. And the next story I want to cover is proof of it, that they're lying to you. So let me take you back to July 17th of 1996 TW Flight 800. On July 17, 1996, a Boeing 747 headed for Paris took off from New York's JFK International Airport at around 8.20 p.m. Within 12 minutes of takeoff, the plane exploded and crashed into the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of Long Island, New York. All 230 passengers and crew members perished. So that was the opening paragraph of a court filing of Crick vs. The Raytheon Company filed on September 19th of this year. So that plane crash was 26 years ago and it was a pretty big deal. It was like right off the coast of New York City. It was a huge 747, the biggest airplane at that time, uh, crashed into the Long Island Sound 12 minutes after takeoff. Just, you know, it was a big deal. Search and rescue, which actually took a long time, even though it was so close to the uh, shore. Uh, so there was a lot of kind of shenanigans with that. So I'll continue reading the filing. After the incident, the federal government released a false report contending that the explosion was the result of an electrical fire in the plane's center fuel tank. Only recently, thanks to the work of physicist Dr. Thomas Stalkup, through his Freedom of Information Act litigation in Massachusetts federal court, has evidence emerged proving that TWA 800's explosion was not caused by any defect in the airplane, but instead by an errant United States missile fired at aerial target drones flying nearby. The evidence unearthed by Dr. Stalkup establishes that the United States Missile Defense Agency, formerly known as the Ballistic Missile Defense Organization, the United States Department of Defense, and the United States Navy, the government defendants acting in concert and working side by side with Raytheon Company, now known as Raytheon Technologies Corporation and Lockheed Martin Corporation, and those 1 through 20 inclusive, uh, were testing the Aegis weapon system and firing SM-2 missiles with live warheads from warships at aerial missile targets off the coast of New York in close proximity to commercial airline flight pads. One such missile struck TWA Flight 800, causing it to break apart and crash into the Atlantic Ocean, killing everyone aboard. Wait, it gets better. Newly discovered evidence also shows that these defendants engaged in a top-down cover-up to prevent the public from learning the truth about TWA 800. 
proof of this cover-up and the defendant's underlying culpability for the crash was only recently unearthed by Dr. Stalkup after more than a decade of Freedom of Information Act litigation against the government defendants. Bro. Bro. 26 years. This takes you 26 years. Now, if you can recall, there was actually a documentary that there was around... It was nighttime. It was 8.20, so it was like kind of getting dark. Um, and people actually saw a streak of light come out of the water and hit this plane. And there was a documentary of people, you know, testifying to this. I saw a streak of light. I saw a streak of light. And then the plane exploded, a streak of light. And this was all suppressed. This was all suppressed. How is it suppressed? Well, the filing goes on. In the wake of the TWA 800 tragedy, the federal government purported to investigate its cause. However, instead of allowing the National Transportation Safety Board, the agency tasked with investigation all domestic aviation incidents to lead the investigation of the TWA 800 incidents, the Federal Bureau of Investigation took charge. The FBI also enlisted assistance of the Central, Intellig Central Intelligence Agency. Indeed, the FBI essentially froze the NTSB out of the investigation. The FBI removed all copies, original and duplicates of Navy radar tapes from the Navy, placing them out of the NTSB's reach and refused to allow the NTSB to conduct eyewitness interviews or review the FBI records that indicated the true cause of the TWA 800 crash. Eyewitnesses who were interviewed by the FBI recall being threatened by the organization. For example, one eyewitness recalls being told to keep quiet about the rocket she saw in the sky or risk her citizenship application being denied. Despite this, eyewitnesses have consistently maintained that they saw something arcing toward TWA 800 before the plane erupted into flames and fell from the sky. So it lists some witnesses recalling this, some government witnesses recalling this and, and doing the interview. And the filing continues, uh, despite this evidence, the CIA concocted materials to discredit eyewitnesses who can confirm that the TWA 800 had been downed by some kind of projectile. These materials included a video and animation that was displayed during a nationally televised FBI press conference that attempted to reconcile the eyewitness testimony that the plane was struck by a projectile with the U.S. government officials' position that the crash was caused by a defect in the plane's center fuel tank. Although overwhelming eyewitness testimony indicated that TWA 800 was struck by a missile, the video and animation, which was subtitled, What Did the Eyewitnesses See?, contained a scene with large capitalized and underlined words, not a missile, to ensure that audiences did not miss the point. A narrator read those words out loud. This is a very extensive filing, but it has all the information in there. It has all the funding, how this uh, missile program was funded and started. This is, this is like, this is, they, they obviously, they have, they wouldn't file this if they didn't have this proof. This guy actually did his homework, sounds like and proved it. I remember this documentary and it was like mind blowing that they didn't say it was a missile when it, it was like plain in daylight. These people are like, yo, it was a missile. I was right here on the shore. There were like people in fishing boats that saw it go up and, and explode. But who am I kidding? I'm just being hopeful, right? That something's going to happen, that they'll hold the government accountable. They'll pay out some money. They'll say that the people who are in charge, maybe they're dead, maybe they're not around, you know, it'll get swept under the rug.
You don't hear about this. This is big stuff. The CIA and the FBI covered the, the government shooting down a passenger airplane out of the sky for 20-something years. I mean, if this, if if you still trust this government and the media that they have your best interest, that, that's, I don't know what to tell you. This is, this is amazing what's going on. And if this stuff is coming out, what what is not coming out? What are they really guarding with their, you know, in their saves and their, you know, really, really guarding? I can only imagine. Jesus. Anyway, that'll do it for me for today. I'm your host, Anthony T. This is the Static Podcast. You can reach me at staticpodcast.net. Like, subscribe, donate. Get yourself a podcasting 2.0 compliant app at newpodcastapps.com. This is a value for value podcast. We don't take ads so we can talk about this kind of stuff and not get censored. Uh, You can stream Satoshi's. All the cool kids are doing it. So please check that out and I will see you next week.